I'm Travis Daly, and you're listening to Fishing with a Fly, where I interview experts in the fly fishing industry. Bill Oyster joins us in this episode to talk about bamboo fly rods. Bill is the owner and head fly rod maker at Oyster Bamboo, which is nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. You won't believe this, Bill has actually designed and built a bamboo rod for one of our past presidents. Stay tuned till Orange One. Let's jump in. Hi, Bill. Thanks for sitting down with us and talking about uh, bamboo rods. Before we get into the bamboo rods, can you tell us a little bit how you got into fly fishing? How I got into fly fishing? Well, uh, I grew up in northwest Wyoming when I was a kid, and uh, that's the first time I really ran into it and uh, had any experience with it. But then, but I liked all kinds of fishing. It didn't really matter. And then not really till I was a late teenager and uh, had moved to Georgia, actually, did I pick up the fly rod again and kind of start to get serious about it. And it just, you know, re-inspired me for fishing in general. You know, you get a little older, you get college age, you think about other things. Um, but fly fishing with all of its, uh, you know, uh, all the extra things to think about and keep your interest, uh, I call it uh, fishing for grown-ups, And it just kind of re-inspired me on the whole thing. And I just... Um, became completely addicted to it at that point yeah i could not agree more so did you start out with uh graphite rods and then transition to bamboo or did you just start out fishing a bamboo rods well the first rod i had was a fiberglass rod okay. and um, i fished that for years and um, it's really what i learned to fish on and then i got into uh you know and i kind of missed i just came in just after where the point where you would start with bamboo you know so mm -hmm. I started with fiberglass and then graphite and lighter and faster and lighter and faster and, you know, buying and selling. And then, um, but I'd always had an interest in the bamboo because I liked, they're so beautiful and so classic and, you know, and you read books and guys talking about how great they were. And, but, um, you know, but when you're 22 years old, you don't always have three grand in your pocket. So, um, so eventually it's, I did get a little bit and I started thinking about bamboo rods again and uh, was thinking of uh, purchasing one and started learning about them. So I knew what I was doing and that's kind of, and I found books on how they were made and that's really what kind of kicked it off from there. So the first bamboo rod I ever had was actually the first bamboo rod I ever made. Oh, wow. So you started off making them. You didn't, you never really purchased one to like collect. Like some people get into the game by just collecting I had, them. No, I had I had never fished a bamboo rod in my life when I made my first bamboo rod. Um, now, I had done lots and lots of fishing, and I was a casting instructor and all these different things, but um, had never – bamboo rods was almost the last thing in fly fishing I did. I was a fly tire at the expos. I worked as a guide. I did uh, casting lessons for the fly shops and – and really, the bamboo rods was the end of my fly fishing evolution there. You know, of course, I ran through it all real fast because uh -huh. I was such a fanatic. But by the time I was in my mid-20s, I, I had done everything just about but fool around with the bamboo rods. And then I just got fascinated by the idea of, of making one, you know. So wow. you know, that's where it started for me. So can you describe like the process of making your own bamboo rod? Um, 
the making my first bamboo rod or just yeah. the per- in yeah, general? Like, yeah, your first one, just like the DIY, like how you how you started from nothing oh, and created your first one. Well, I just you know I found the the book and it was I like the Everett Garrison wrote a book called The Master's Guide to Building Bamboo Rods and it's about a million pages long and it's enough information in it to discourage anyone from ever attempting the process. <laughs> And I read it cover to cover twice, and I found about three or four more old books on the subject, and I read all of those twice before I got up the nerve to uh, to purchase some bamboo. And at that point, I felt like I was committed, and so I started fumbling around with it. I went down to, there's a fly shop in Atlanta called the Fish Hawk mm-hmm. that uh, I had known Gary Merriman for a while down there, and asked him, you know, anybody that knows how to make these things. And at that time, there was no classes. There was no internet with information like that on it. And um, so he'd send me to somebody's house and say, oh, yeah, this guy was, I heard, was making rods. I'd go to his house. He'd made half of one and then given up. So I'd buy a tool from him or a book or he'd tell me something. And he'd say, but you should go talk to this guy. That's where I, he's a real master. And so I'd go to that guy's house. He'd made two-thirds of one before he gave up and quit. And uh, so I just committed myself at that point that I was going to complete a rod. I didn't care if it was a good one or a bad one or an ugly one, it, but I was not going to be a half rod wonder, you know. Uh-huh. So um, I spent six months of all my spare time building the ugliest, worst casting, worst looking rod you've ever seen. And um, but I finished it. <laughs> and uh and then the next one wasn't so ugly and it wasn't so bad and it just kind of went on from there. That's awesome. Do you still have that first rod you made? I, I do. I actually fished it a couple of days ago. It's, <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't keep, a, I kept number one and I don't think I got to keep another rod for myself until I was maybe a hundred rods in. Oh, wow. <laughs> so how long is the process now? Does it still take you six months? Uh, it depends. It, yeah, it depends on the on the rod that we're making. Like okay. we've got a rod making class going on right now back there, and it's and they make a very basic rod, and um, we complete it from start to finish in six days. Oh wow! Um, now, when we do a rod um, here, we we can go pretty quick, um, quicker than that even for a real basic rod. The problem is for us, we do very few basic rods. Really, our niche is in the custom rods is the higher end, the Uh highly customized with all the engraving and all the bells and whistles, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's really our market. So, um, that's where we spend most of our time. And some of those rods, we might spend three weeks of work on it. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So I guess a lot of people have a, uh, I guess they're kind of scared to use bamboo thinking that bamboo rods are more fragile. Is that the case? Right. No, they're actually much, much more durable than a graphite rod. Mm. Um, you know, any, anything that small, if you slam it in the car door, you can break it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if you're used to graphite rods, you'd be amazed at how tough the bamboo rods are. And it's not because they're anything high-tech or advanced. It's because they're the opposite. It's because they're very basic. It's just a, a really hard stick, basically. Yeah. So you can lay it down in the driveway, run over it with your car, and then pick it up and go fishing. Um, and people, it's, 
it's one thing to say it. Nobody really believes it because they're so pretty and expensive. Everybody's terrified of them. So um, one of my favorite tricks in the showroom is I'll lay it on the floor and I stomp it with both heels uh, three or four times in a row and then pick it up and say, you know, uh, you know, proof's in the pudding. And same way when I do the casting demos, I always lead off by jumping as high as I can and stomping with my heels about three times, then pick it up and throw it into the backing and say, now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about bamboo, you know, because it's a real misconception. But if you think about it, all the marketing dollars are spent by guys making graphite rods. Guys like me don't have any money. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And if it's not newer and better every year, there's no sales that year. So now we're trying to show people, you know, to go with something that's been outdated for 60 years. Um, and I'm not saying it's it, bamboo's lighter or it's faster or any of those things, but I will say it is definitely more durable and, and way more tougher. These rods that are made to last a lifetime. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Now, when you fish bamboo, do you fish primarily just trout or you take it, have you ever taken like saltwater or any other uh, game fish? Yeah, probably, actually, probably a third of all of our business is making saltwater bamboo rods. Oh, that's cool. Um, I've grown up fishing the saltwater as well as the uh, trout and freshwater. So, um, I mean, we took 21 guys to the Bahamas two years ago, all fishing bamboo. Um, I had a customer last week land two tarpon over 100 pounds in one day on his bamboo rod. <laughs> Um, That's Shannon amazing. and I are heading to Belize in two weeks to tarpon fish all on bamboo. Um, so no, it's, it's bamboo for everything around here. That is awesome. And I was noticing that you, you created a rod for president, uh, Jimmy Carter. How was that? How was that experience? Yeah, that, that was pretty neat. I mean, it's, uh, it's actually always kind of stressful to do any, <laughs> high profile kind of job like that, you know, um, it's, it's good for business because people understand that, you know, they see that you made a rod for the president. And now all of a sudden they figure if he can trust you, then they can trust you too. But the, to go through it is actually, there's a lot of pressure involved in that sort of thing, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> because I made him the rod and then I guided him that day. And since then I've made him another half a dozen rods and guided him another half a dozen times. But it's a, um, you know, it always adds that little bit extra element of pressure. You know, yeah. if you're, uh, if, if something goes wrong, it goes wrong at a very high profile. Level. <laughs> so it's, uh, exactly. it's all, it's nice to have that kind of business and it's always nice to get it over with too. <laughs> yeah. Completely agree. So what if someone wanted to go out and kind of build their own bamboo, do it themselves? What would you suggest they do first? You know, it's really my honest suggestion, and it sounds salesy, but it's not, is um, come and take a class from us Uh because we've got this process so refined and we will shave so much of the learning curve off of it for you. There's a lot, a lot of misinformation out there. Um, There's very little information put out by guys that actually do it at a high level, professional level. You know, the market is really dominated by hobbyists, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful. It's great to have that enthusiasm, but you can hear a lot of uh, uh, things that are, that are um, just outright wrong. And, um, 
so it, it can save you a lot of time. We can bump you years ahead on the learning curve and, and give you the confidence to know you can do it, and then you just go home and do it. Now, if you want to just totally on your own, kind of like I did, struggle through it, get the books, get the bamboo, and start. You know, it's, uh, you know, for most people, it, it is just a hobby. It's a fun. What's the worst that can happen? You know, you break it and you start again, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it's a really, it's a fun hobby. If you like fly fishing and you like to make things, um, there's really no wrong way to go about it as long as you're having fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Bill, it's been a blast. Um, thanks for taking the time to speak with us. Before we sign off, where can people find you? Uh, you can see us on the web at oysterbamboo.com, and, uh, or they can come to our showroom right here in downtown Blue Ridge and visit us anytime. We're, all, we're open to the public. Uh, you can come in. You can see our classes in progress. You can see Riley and I making the rods, and uh, we'll give you the whole tour. Awesome. Thanks again. You bet. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out the show notes at fishingwithafly.com forward slash podcast for all the links, products, and tips. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes.